ASMR. <laughs> just kicking it off. Here we go. Just, just a little preview like, here. Just watch this video real quick. I'm going to turn on the audio for all the... Oh. This is this is audio gold if you're wondering. It's kind of gross. Five more seconds. Just do it. Make it through it. This isn't like the nice calming ASMR. This is like the uh, there's two okay. variations. I don't like it. Oh, so that Okay, well I just wanted to just start off with that because it's been something on my mind. Um, it makes me want to cringe, but it also... What does ASMR stand for? No idea. Not a clue, actually. Something sound. Mija, what does it sound something What does it sensory. stand for? I think it's something to do with sensory. sensory. Yeah. Because it's not supposed to only be eating. Like, they have different types. So the people that are making, like, tons of moolah off of it are just, like, whispering gently. Okay. Okay. He's just about to start a second career right here. <laughs> Whisper. Um, ASMR, it's a noun. It's a, a noun? A noun. Why is it all in capitals? I don't know. Doesn't it stand for something? I'm about to read it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> a feeling of a well-being combined with a tingling sensation in the scalp and down the back of the neck. Ooh. As experienced by some people in response to a specific gentle stimulus, often a particular sound. See, okay, so I don't that? think what you just did with the eating thing is that. I think for some people it is. For me, it kind of was, for sure. Well, that's a whole other thing. It's like it makes me like. I just want to know what it stands for, though. Okay, it's an it's an acronym. Uh, It's got to be an acronym. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think the way it described it is exactly how I feel sometimes, though. Like a tingling kind of sensation where it's it's almost uncomfortable, but it's but it's also nice at the same time. Ah, here we go. Autonomous sensory meridian response. That's mm. what you wanted this entire time. Can you repeat that again one more time? For the mic, for the people in the back. Autonomous sensory meridian response. Wow. Meridian. <laughs> Isn't that the street we like Just... oftentimes goes go down mm-hmm. to get the games? It sure is. Okay. Okay, Mija's making a debut today. She was uh absent last time, so she's brandished. This is Mija. Mm-hmm. Hey everybody. Uh, and one thing from last time, I couldn't even understand myself when I listened back, so I'm going to try and talk a little more clearly this episode. If you haven't seen the uh, Top Top Pod bingo on our Instagram... It's out now. It's out. So if Matt starts to mumble, that is a square that you can just X out. Is that how that works? For That's bingo? exactly how it works. Cool. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, this is the Top Top Pod. Mija. Episode two. Episode two. I've had eight listens so far. I think at least three of them were me. <laughs> and, and the other... <laughs> on different devices. And four of them were me, and then we got one fan, I'm sure. That could be my wife, Kat. So, Shout out to Kat. We're flying, we're flying. <laughs> flying high. We're on two microphones right now, so if me or George are a little quiet, it's because we're sharing. Our heads are really close. Yeah. But we're roommates, so it's okay. It's fine. We're getting closer as, as people and as friends. Nisha, how about you introduce yourself, just because me and Matt got to talk mm. a ton. And... One of the reasons I actually wanted to have you on the podcast is because I don't really know you that well, and I thought it'd be interesting. Because you seem interesting just from your Instagram. <laughs> We're going to dive into that we'll later. We'll get into Instagram <laughs> stuff later. But just tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? Where you come from? Okay. Well, I'm 27 years old, 28 in August, coming up here. So grew up in Fishers, Indiana. Um, 
basically most of my life, born in Texas. My mom's Korean, my dad's white, so a little happy over here. Yep. Moved to East Coast for a few years and then came back, went to Purdue University for undergrad. Boiler up. I'm an athletic (laughs) trainer. The boys. The boys. So, and then I went to grad school at University of Delaware, fighting blue hens. In case you guys didn't know. (laughs) Very specific mascot. The fighting blue hens. Perfect. But I actually double majored and double minored in um, undergrad. So I was athletic training. I was public health promotion. Those were my two majors. And then I minored in organizational leadership and supervision and then African-American studies. Well, there you go. Wow. Wow. So a little bit about me. Wild. African-American studies. What's that? Explain that. Hey, let's dive into that. What does that mean? Oh, wow. It's going to be just, that'll be a rabbit hole. The study of African-Americans, I believe. I believe it's the study of African-Americans. You just covered the entire African (laughs) diaspora. No, that's cool. That's a lot of school, it seems like. How how is it being in school that long? Yeah, I mean, so I actually went into Purdue, the nursing program I got accepted, missed athletics, so jumped up our athletic training. So total, I went to school seven years. Should have been six, but it took a little victory lap. A little victory. Yeah. That's awesome. So our, our relationship with Mija is, um, well, we met her at, to be our head athletic trainer for the professional team we play for based out of Indiana, and Indianapolis, Indiana. That is also a bingo square. Congratulations. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we, it's your first year for our team, but you were previously working with a women's uh, professional team up in what state was that? It was in D.C. In D.C. D.C. Um, and we're, me and Matt were both very interested in seeing like what the difference is from like a women's professional soccer environment to like a men's professional soccer environment. Right. So I can mostly speak from that specific club that I was with, but right. a lot of it has to do with like the type of resources they get. Right. So that's based off of whatever income they get and what mm-hmm. type of owners they have there. Um, so that's pretty different. So for my home games, I had to set up and tear down my training room like every single Saturday. Yeah, so I would get there like six to eight hours beforehand making sure that was set up. And then I would finally treat them when they got in and stuff, and then we'd have to tear down after. Um, Facilities were pretty nice. Yeah, it is a long day, but, I mean, I liked it. And, like, I really advocate for, like, just the women's sports side of things, so I was totally okay with it at the time. Cool. As far as, like, personalities, who's easier to deal with, would you say? Mm, it's tough Ooh, that's a great question the women so they they don't have the same resources the, their most of their careers so they're pretty self-sufficient uh, yeah. so the so the men usually will come right away for certain things where the women they kind of like will they figure out how to do like self-care all that type of yeah. stuff up until the point where like they feel like they need to get it covered which can be a good thing and a bad thing right but. yeah i i can relate a little bit to that when i know this is a bingo square as well but I went to a university called Corbin back in Oregon, and um, we had, I mean, it was a really good school, but uh, we didn't have a ton of athletic trainers. There's three athletic trainers for all of our sports. Um, So multiple athletic trainers would be doing multiple sports per season, which is really tough. And so I just basically never came in for treatment Mm -hmm. (laughs) unless it was like a major major issue, like Mm -hmm. with my shoulder or something um, specifically. And so... I can kind of relate to that a little bit because I see guys, certain guys on our team maybe that come in and see training trainers for like every little bruise and kind of, you know, soft tissue, everything. And so I'm not really used to that. Not to say I'm like harder or softer or they're soft, but just more like, 
I think you're less needy. You're less needy. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I don't know, but it's interesting to hear. Um, as far as so, we kind of were talking about this before the show too, and me and Matt were pre. This is pre pre-production. 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 That's right. We're very professional around here. I know this is this is no joke to us. But like, what can you identify some types of players that you that you come in contact with? It could be in the women's sector of the uh, of the business or the men's sector where. You know, maybe there's like a certain type of player that you see most often, or have you like kind of seen themes in different type of people? And like do, you put, do you put us in little boxes? Like, you know, Matt is over here, yeah. Jordan's over here, Mario is over here. <laughs> Mar- Sorry, <Just> Mario. <laughs> it was his birthday. Uh, shout out to Mario uh, Perez. I hope you're listening. Yeah, better be. <laughs> he's going to Purdue as well. Uh, he's going to IPFW, which oh. is a branch of oh. Purdue. Hold on now. We don't have a men's team there. That's <laughs> right. the thing. So, right. But, uh, you know, whatever. In the family, it's all the same. We'll, yeah. we'll, in the fam. We'll in keep him in the fam. fam. Okay. That's <laughs> cool. Um, can't speak on the current team, but I right, can say in the course. past, most of the women that I worked with pretty even. They're, they don't really have, like, big personalities too much. Right. You have one or two Um that basically, if they're branding themselves, they've got bigger personalities because they're trying to like adhere to that type of social media personality. Ooh, but okay. for the most part, they're kind of on the same uh, playing field. Okay. Would you say they're like playing characters? Almost in a way, yeah. Like I had one or two that were like that, um, like really high energy stuff like that. A lot of the national team players can be like that as well, um, oh, okay. just because they're used to that exposure of the media and mm. all that stuff. I feel like you can get that at the men's level. But a lot of it goes back to the banter. Like, there's always this obsession with the banter on the guy's side. Like, oh, who's so, the funniest? It's such mm. a good point, though. It's uh, such a good point. So that's where the personalities are. As far as injuries and stuff, I mean, you get your high-maintenance ones, you get your low-maintenance ones, you get your middle of the road. But then it's also, like, what time of the season is it? Preseason, middle season, end of the season. Like, you know, what are they concerned about? What are their priorities? And then majority of it is just based on, like, the psycho- like their psychological, okay. like, perspective mm. on where they need to be. So... I have a question. Yeah, Can I dive please. in real quick? So if you like had the opportunity to work for a men's team or a woman's team, equal pay, whatever, like Facilities, everything's perfectly yeah. the same, which yeah. one do you choose? Oh, man. I hate this question because I, question. I like I really, really aggressively advocate for the women's like game and that side of things. Sure. But, but for me personally, <laughs> I feel like I fit in with the men's side of things okay. because I have a very blunt personality. Yeah. And I do like to like joke around a lot and stuff like that but the women do it too but it's different it's a little bit different okay Uh, so are you trying to say women aren't as funny as men no (laughs) women are way funnier than men i can't keep up (laughs) they're just softer right no 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 of course not she said that we never said that either just want to put that for the rector yes (laughs) for the the rector (laughs) oh dear Matt does this all the time. He catches me saying some of the weirdest words. Yeah. It's like, like, that's not correct. I was trying at to say all. click the link in a. Oh, what did you say? Clink I said, the I said clink. clink the link. <laughs> I said clink the link. That was that, was that ASMR? That, clink. Yeah, yeah. Because when I hear you say clink, that was like. It sends a tingling sensation. A little onomatopoeia going on there. Yeah. 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 I'm like, <laughs> oh, I have one more question. Spell that. Oh, what is it? Is it about. Oh, okay. So what would you. Perfect. So we're putting you on the spot. Yeah. Math, how would you describe Matthew's uh, training room 
Not, etiquette. Not, not, I was going to say etiquette, but oh, more okay, like okay. frequency. Like, where would you put him if you had to put him in a box? Is he someone who's frequent? I'm, I'm the least. I'm not in there unless I need something. And then same with me as well, Jordan. Sometimes even when I need something, I don't want to go in there. Right. I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah. You both are infrequent customers, I would mm. say. Would, would you say we need to be in there more or what What would you think? People don't want to be in there though. If you're in there, you're injured, right? Or Yeah, you don't want to be in there. Yeah. But maybe you're getting sunscreen. <laughs> I mean, if you want that. Yeah. yeah. Grab it. Just ask permission, whatever. Let me know. I'm in there most frequently during high fever season. That's yeah. my... Oh, allergies for my American At that point, yeah. eventually you learn where it's at and then you don't even yeah, yeah, need yeah, to check yeah. in. Yeah. Well, sometimes when I go in there, I feel like I don't belong. So I'm yeah. scared to go in the cupboards unless I get permission like you're my parent or something like I that. I mean, that's a good point though, because like if I'm running low on product or somebody goes in my kit, then I like pop off because I'm like, okay, middle of the game, so, I need this and it's not in oh, there. Oh yeah, good point. Or they move it and mm-hmm. yeah, they don't mm-hmm. put it right or back correctly so it'd be detrimental to an on-field accident but that would be the main thing i have a good little segue from that is that sometimes when my wife goes to the store and brings stuff back in her bags or whatever and she wants me to put it away or something i'll put them back in the wrong place on purpose sorry babe so, so that she doesn't want me to do it. I'll just put it everywhere in the fridge just to see if she knows. <laughs> Never be good at something you don't want to do again. Exactly. That's basically the exactly. story. Uh, that's I can relate. 100%. And even though she hasn't seen it yet, I'm laughing to myself knowing when she finds it, she's yeah. going to be pissed. This is like banter. To, see, this is the thing with guys, like just banter to himself. Like yeah. nobody else thinks that's exactly, funny. Exactly. But he's cracking himself up. You guys think you're funnier than you it's are. That's so the issue funny. here. I'm always hiding around the house, popping out on her when she's not expecting it. Okay, I do love scaring people, actually. Really? Yes. It's so much so, fun. So I think this was yesterday. She got home from work and I'm sitting facing the door. And I see the handle come down. And I presume she's going to be in with a couple of seconds with the keys. And she takes a while. So I was like, oh, the key's in the bag. So I go to open the door to help her. And she opens it just as I'm getting to the door. So I just hide behind the door <laughs> and then just jump out and uh, freak her out. It's great. I, I think we're setting ourselves up for some real like PTSD, though. Because I, Allie hates being alone in the apartment. Fair. Because she, whatever, like she... She's just real... I don't know. She gets scared easily. Okay. And I'll randomly just sneak up on her like... She'll, like, know I'm in the house, but I'll just, like, slowly move. Like, she's in the back closet. I'll just slowly move back, and then she'll be, like, putting clothes away or whatever. And I'll just, like, stand there for as long as I can without her <laughs> noticing. She'll turn, and she'll f- get freaked. And I feel like it's just setting her up for when she's alone. She's just going to be thinking I think people coming. with real PTSD would be offended by you saying that's PTSD. 100%, because that's what it not is. And so, I want to just make sure everyone knows. Watch out for the backlash. Do you know I said it first? Uh, what, what would we call it, then? Like when, when someone has a, a fear that has been made by a, a spouse. That's oh. called conditioning. Oh, Condition yeah, yeah, yeah. them to fear she's you. She's been conditioning. She's been conditioned to fear. Well, I'm actually conditioning my wife, so now she's more prepared for life. Ah, that's it. Maybe that's what we're doing. Like yeah, if there's a ready. zombie apocalypse or something, she's going to be looking around every corner because she's she's used to it, you know. On edge, but it, yeah. Exactly. If you're that's not good. on edge in a zombie apocalypse, you have something wrong with your that's true. innate being. My wife has this obsession with the zombie apocalypse. She really thinks it's going to happen. I keep saying that it can't happen, but it can't happen. Can it? I don't think it can happen. I mean. Science. Whatever. I don't, <laughs> what do we do? What, what is the definition You're, of a zombie? Good point. Someone what would we who, classify as a zombie? To me, it's like a creature which used to be more human and now just wants to eat other humans. humans. So it's not human. But like for it. So it's not human, but it has to have died at some point. Okay. 
and then come back to life. Uh, this is The Walking Dead. I'm, I'm, we're just talking about The Walking Dead, basically. Mm-hmm. Can we say that? Sure. I don't okay. Know. Sure. Well, I mean, Zombie Land's that same type of. Yeah, but like once you die and then you can't come back to life, and if you did, your brain must be working, right? And what tells them like I need to eat brains? Well, what about the um? There was that salt, uh, bath salt incident. Oh yeah. Is this related? Yeah, yeah because they called them zombies. What happened? Like on um, the media called it like apparently people are doing bath salts as like a drug thing and it made what like snorting potentially or injecting or Injected. people do weird things. Can we just be honest? I don't I don't know how to consume bath salts, so yeah. I can't speak from that. Never experience. done it personally, just no. just floated in them one time. But apparently they started like their flesh started to deteriorate and they wanted to like oh. they were like going after people, like cannibalism type of a deal. So I don't know. Someone's my though. No, well, I mean, it's a there were thing. like two there, cases where yeah. a guy on bath salts like bit off another guy's face. Yeah, that's what it was, and like was eating it for some reason. Yeah. So don't know I'm what predisposition. I'm gonna have to verify the story. No, it was like a big story <laughs> for a, a while. Big story? Is it <laughs> what, what year it was, was this? And of course, it was Florida. It was so, Florida. <laughs> so come on now. Sorry, guys, but you know, freaking Florida, freaking Wild Florida. West down there. So are you gonna introduce the podcast? That's <laughs> a bingo square. Did. Light yeah. intro. You did. Kind of. Okay. Do it more officially. Do you want to try it? Do you want to try it? What am I doing here? Introducing the podcast. You know what's called, right? The Top Top Podcast. No. Well, we haven't decided. Okay, well, what's on the Instagram? The Top Top Pod. Oh, just the Top Top Pod. Yeah. Got it. But pod stands for podcast. Obviously. So is it redundant to call it the Top Top Pod podcast? Oh, yes. Okay, so we won't do that then. But how do we intro it? No, but it could just be the Top Top Podcast. But go ahead. You, go ahead. you just freestyle. Just freestyle. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming on. It's uh, Matt Watson, <laughs> Jordan Farr, and Mija Kinsey. And we've got the Top Top Pod coming at you today. Let's Woo! go. Yeah. What's the date? She's just confirmed her last name is Kinsley. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Kinsey. Kinsey? Kinsey. There's no L, guys. I get this all the time. Okay? He's a baseball player. That's not my last name. Kins- Kinsey. Yeah. Kinsey. Very good. I feel like there should be an L in there. It doesn't. Kinsey. It feels like there's a room for an L. Yeah, yeah, um, Kinsley. There is room, but there's. I think not, it's a part so. of name. Yeah, that's plenty. Of, uh, well, cool. That was a great intro. What's? But I, do we have to do the date? <laughs> I just feel like college has conditioned me. We should. Jordan Put the date there. Episode two. Episode two. Episode two. July twenty seventh, two thousand nineteen. It is eleven fifty six. Six. In Nashville. So, Central oh, time. We're in Nashville. That's a good. You want, why are we in Nashville? Oh, mate. Okay, we're in Nashville to play Nashville's professional soccer team. Uh, we're actually playing at the professional football field in Nashville. Uh, can we say that name? American football? American sure. American football, yeah. So uh, it's going to be a big stadium today. We're playing at 7 o'clock uh, Central Time. I don't time know who that is. You typed On that ESPN Plus. So <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it should be a pretty cool – it's a great – it's a great day for it. It's pretty hot. Misha, what do you think hydration levels should be today? How many? How much water should be the players consuming? Well, that's a very specific question, considering you guys. I'll leave that up to Jackie and Sam. They're usually mm. our go-to guys. She's deflected. She's like well a nice. Don't well want to get into details. So it's a bit a boring. Boring. She's doing well. Yeah, she's done well uh, so far. Do you want to bring up a subject or something yes. specific? So we kind of talked about the women um, and men side of the soccer training room, um, but we also kind of want to talk about uh, like. We, we we covered a little bit of Matt's injury he's currently dealing with, which you're probably good to play now, right? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. There's a hamstring issue. Thanks, Mija. 
But we just wanted to go over some of like the psychological parts of being Ooh. injured. I don't remember talking about this one. Well, Is it I, down there? It just says being injured. Oh, it's very vague. <laughs> we like to leave things vague and, uh, when we talk about topics, but it's interested me it's interested me because obviously there's a lot of concussion protocol being put out there um not necessarily we're talking about concussions but how does being injured from Mija, your your uh kind standpoint. of standpoint as a as Aspect. a pt as a trainer and then uh, matt and myself as players but mentally we go through a lot when we get injured i know i got surgery on my shoulder Matt's had a few. Did, have you had surgery yet? I had surgery last season. I had surgery last season. Oh, was it for your foot? Yeah. And I've had about three or four yeah. before that. So, like, let's just kind of dive into it because I'll start here. When I was getting surgery for my shoulder, it was very difficult to know. Like, there's times in the rehab process where I'm like, man, I just don't feel like I'm going to come back fully. One. Mm. And then two, I just don't think this is how it should feel right now. Like you never know if the feeling that you're feeling currently is like supposed to be there. Um, and it's scary. And have you helped someone go through rehab? And I'm sure you have, you got, have you had like a major injury yet in your career as well? Right. So just to clarify, I'm an athletic trainer. <laughs> no, so you don't no, say no. trainer, don't say PT. I'm just going to throw it out there. Got to represent. I know all my people will yell at me if I don't correct that. Okay. But I respect that. Uh, as far as that process goes, are you talking about so specifically just psychologically, like how to handle the athlete as far as that goes forward? I think the huge thing is just communication. Like yeah, a lot of the men's side of things, they're really like anxious to verbalize how they're feeling because they don't okay. want to come off as being soft. Mm -hmm. So like I'm kind of here where I don't like to ask them every single day, like what are your symptoms? How are you doing? Because from day to day won't change too much, but every so often, maybe every week, or it depends on how long term the injury is too. Okay. The longer term injuries, I'll wait a few days before like bringing up the exact same symptoms again. Okay. Unless there's like a big change, then I tell the athlete to tell me. Um, as far as that goes, you know, you're gonna get plateaus and a bit of like just like that where you feel stagnant in the rehab yes. and I think that's where it gets really discouraging for a lot of guys so you so from the exercise perspective maybe you switch it up or do, introduce something that's like kind of just different or not exactly soccer specific or exercise specific to kind of just interesting give it some spice yeah okay but I think the big thing is like people don't realize when they're going through rehab like how amazing and strong the human body is Ooh. so they get scared to push themselves and that's where I think a lot of people, patients and athletes get stuck. They get stuck in this plateau for a while because they don't want to push past this certain level of pain or something like that. So once you get over that hump, you can like progress better. But some people get scared to do that. So that's why we have like pain scales where we say like, this is okay if you feel this pain, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you can, you can keep going. Interesting. Interesting. I know pain tolerance is different for everybody. And that's like got to be the hardest thing when treating an athlete. Like what are you actually feeling and how can I actually help him or her? Because I, I feel like I can't describe necessarily all the time exactly what's hindering me from playing 100%. You know what I mean? Like It's like, oh, my hip hurts. Um, is it a bruise? Is it like a ligament? Is it the bone? What's going on? And I'm sure like in your shoes, it's like, I don't know how to help you all the time, but I can just give you my top three guess. You know, like what from what you're describing. I also feel like the longer you play, and I'm, okay, obviously yeah. you're newer to football. I'm a baby. Yeah. Like you do learn some of the athletic terms, like you get used to seeing athletic trainers. Yeah. That's the right term, right? Athletic yeah. trainers. Yeah. Uh, and you can describe better. Like I feel like 
at this point in my career, I can describe better than definitely when I was younger. When when I just felt pain, it was just pain. And yeah, you can't differentiate between soreness, pain, yeah. sharp pain, dull but pain. now I feel like having interacted a lot with athletic trainers, I have a bit of better understanding of their vocab and right. can maybe help them a little bit more. So that's, that's it. That's good. That's my input. And yeah, I think that's that's brilliant input from you. Thank you. How many years? 14. 14 years playing. How many games? We just went over that this uh, morning. Apparently 304. I think it doesn't have like open cup games. Though. Oh, wow. The... Plus 83 indoor soccer games. Oh. This guy. And two indoor championships. His body has played a lot of soccer. Built yeah. to last. Built to yeah. last. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna have uh, we're going for a, a car battery sponsorship Duralast <laughs> potentially. That's we, for the zombie apocalypse too. <laughs> Just jumpstart the body. I'm interested. Random, but we talk about movies a lot, Mija, uh, and I know you're you like watching shows and movies. Real quick before you go in there, yeah. you should have a little segment maybe the end where we just have one recommendation from each of us Ooh. of media, whether it be music, movie, TV, just to end off. So you know, you have something to go homework. Homework, homework for the listener. I like that. We could call it homework. Yeah. Last segment. We'll leave that to the very end. I love that. Okay, I, and real quick, if you yeah. want to follow us, we are at the top top pod on Instagram and on Twitter. That's where and you can find we, the And on Patreon if you want to sponsor us. Thank you. Public service announcement. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, Zombieland. Did you watch the first Zombieland? No, I don't watch any zombie stuff. Yeah. You don't watch any zombie movies? I haven't seen any of it. Oh, Shaun of the Dead, the parody one. Oh, that was great. Excellent. I love that guy. What's that guy's name? Do you know? Oh, he's great. Was he in School of Rock? He's in Star Talk. Uh, Star Talk. What we going there for? It's a Star British film Trek. out of everyone. Sorry, Star Trek. That guy. Let, I'm going to look him up. Let me look him up real quick. I think... In case he's listening, we want to give him proper credits. Okay. Ta- Keep talking to it. Well, now, now I want to talk about movies. Well, we probably shouldn't. We shouldn't? We save it to end. Okay. I was going to say top get another Get another topic and I'll look at his name. A top, top topic brought to you by Jordan Farr and the top, top topic list. Real quick. In America, do you ever spell Sean like we spell it here in Sean of the Dead or no? Is it with Wait, the U? You got to say S- that again. Do you ever spell Sean, S-H-A-U-N in America or no? S-H-A-U-N. Ooh. I've seen it spelled that way. Okay. Uh, that's it. Yeah. So, because Big Sean Simon Pegg is neither of those. Simon Pegg is neither of them. <laughs> when I first saw that name, like you know Sean Bean, yeah, and it just says Seen Bean, I was like, Who's this guy? Siri, Siri wanted to be on the pod. <laughs> so you step off. Scene. Look, Apple. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Apple. Um, okay, no, let's do it. So, hobbies outside of work. This is this is a major topic to me because I see a lot of stuff going on on Instagram. Can we just can we segue uh, those together? Yeah, let's just put them together. Mija is very active on Instagram, and I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued because, like she says, it, at work she comes off very kind of blunt, mm-hmm. but underneath that there's a there's something going on. So, what's your furniture is one thing that I've noticed. That's also a bingo. Mija talks furniture. So here we go, Mija. Tell us about the furniture. Okay. It's really interesting. So it's not on any of my like actual feed posts. I put it on my story a lot. Yes. Bought a new house this year. What's your tag, first of all? What's nice it? to meet you. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> yes. Good little pun there. Good banter. Nice That's to meet you. Banter. Yeah. Shout out to my friend Sarah for that one. It's been a while, but she came with that. Okay. Furniture. Go on. 
yeah, so bought a house this past year, and I was thinking, okay, how do I want to decorate the house? You know, nesting and stuff. I'm terrible at that, but what's nesting? Out. Nesting is like when you like. I think it's actually for like when you have a baby and you're like getting your home ready for that, but okay. also like when you nest somewhere, it's like settling into your like space, making it yours. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, okay. kind of like that. So I was thinking about all those ways. Like a big thing now is like the industrial style mm-hmm. or whatever, rustic chic. And I was like, yeah, that's cool, mm, but rustic. like it's gonna go. Out it's of a date. fad. It's yeah, a fad. it'll fad. Connect into last Which that last will be a next episode. topic. Yeah. Okay. But uh, so yeah, so I just started thinking of like things I liked and just kind of going crazy and just kind of like throw up to make it look like kind of like a museum when you walk into our front room. So oh, we don't have a TV cool. in there, but that's kind of like the idea, like an art gallery museum space. I just wanted it to feel like that. So I hang out in there all the time. The acoustics are good too. We have a piano. Is your husband on board with that or is he kind of just a passenger in your room? No, he likes it. So he painted for a long time. So I was like, paint the walls black. And he's like, all right, sick. And that's what we did. Wild. I I want to describe the style as gothic almost. Is that, would you say, or no? Mm, I feel like it has more color than gothic. So I've got like teal, (laughs) gothic chic, maybe. Gothic chic. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. We've got like a cowhide rug. I feel like I that's not that. very costly. I saw that. What's what's with the uh, the the fashion? Talk about the fashion a little bit. Yeah, we saw some of the. Which one? I don't know. You, George's on the Instagram right now. We're scrolling through. Describe this look. <laughs> oh yeah, put it up, put it up. <laughs> I'm sorry, we can't. That's slumber chic. Ah yes. So big thing. A lot of the women will know, but like, so nightgowns were a really big thing as like far as wearing that as mm. like streetwear. Okay. So that's not like a straight up nightgown with like thin straps and lace or whatever. That's just literally a silk sleep shirt. Yeah. And I just wear it long and then I wear like a leather jacket over it and like combat boots or whatever. So that's usually really? the kind of style. Wow. So anything black, just throw up together black, and put it gothic, as an outfit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's your whole feed. I don't Look know. at this. Black is sleek, but that's it. You, so if you haven't been on her on her Instagram, it's <coughs> literally nice to Mija, which is M-E-E-J-A. And she has an awesome page, actually. Interesting. Definitely yeah. interesting. It's got a lot, it's got a lot of um just it makes you girth. It makes you think like what is she why? about? Like, yeah. why, what is she about here? Come on. It's a bit of everything. Yeah. Like this, this picture is just cool. Um, it's I, I can't tell you the number of posts, but look at this one. Describe this one for us. Okay, so that one actually was really interesting. Yeah. So I did modeling for a long time. Explain since I was the like, picture. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fine. Since I was fifteen, so the picture itself is like basically this black room. It's just like very deep space. It's just like a picture of my face that's like lit up by a single like Edison style bulb, mm-hmm. and I'm putting my hand on a sensor. So what that sensor did was it gave feedback for my heartbeat and it would light up the room and all the light bulbs with it. That's cool. Uh, that's cool. So the name of that artist is Lasano Hemmer, I believe, but there's a big art and sculpture museum in DC that was putting on his exhibit. And I went with a photographer who was welcome to like a preview sneak peek kind of thing going on. Um, and we just took pictures in there for his page and then it blew up. And if you go to their main page, so I think it's on the lo- uh, location. Uh, yep. 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 Uh, Hish. Hirsch, Hirshhorn Hirshhorn. sculpture, yeah, mm-hmm. in our garden. So if you scroll down, like that picture made it onto their page, oh, and like sick. so, it was like kind of inspiring, kind of pushed like the art side of things that I really like, but okay. I don't get to be around much of it. But no, I love that. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. But um, yeah, his big thing was like putting science, engineering, and like art together. Very cool. That's great. So, would you say your hobby outside of work would be like artistic, and like pick camera would like be taking pictures one of them? 
Yeah, I guess I modeled for a while just, I think, out of just interest for the arts. So I really liked like apparel and like networking, meeting new people and like just creative collectives in yeah. general. So that's kind of how I just got plugged into that world. And because I was like one of the few mixed people in Indianapolis at the time, people <laughs> thought my look was interesting. Mm. So not necessarily, you don't have to be attractive to be a model, like at the end of the day, like you just have a certain look and people want that and then they'll just ask you to come back. So I'm in a wedding magazine somewhere in Indiana. Wow. Well, <laughs> well, my problem is being too attractive to model. I yeah. Think, so they I won't ask you to issue. come back. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah. But no speaking of being the third, no the, th the third least attractive person in this group, Matt being the top attract, uh, no. attractive number person, one. number one, uh, Matt, outside of work hobbies, go. I already know. Two yeah, of them. Uh, I like to make music, uh, like hip hop beats, basically. I like to paint, uh, I like graphic design, I just like Photoshop, Illustrator, all those programs. I do a little bit of video editing from time to time if people want like soccer videos and stuff. Basically, anything. I, do, I like I like creating, and we talked a little bit about that last week. So, yeah, very good. Uh, we should. Make what about a, you, Jordan? Yeah, we should make a soccer video. Uh, hobbies outside of work include playing soccer, uh, coaching soccer, and watching. So no, that's not all I do, but that is definitely stuff I love to do. Um, I love to do snowboard. You like soccer? Is that? <laughs> oh, no. I like soccer. Uh, I actually really enjoy snowboarding. Something I've done my entire mm -hmm. life, uh, growing up in Oregon. Best state in the United States. I was thinking more something like you do at home, like when you get home. Right. Like you get home from practice, hang out with Ali. I love hanging out with Ali. I, first of all, I have a good thing after this, but go ahead. Uh, well, like as far as create, I've never been a super creative type. Um, I don't know why. I, I Sports has always been like my go-to activity in all realms, um, which is you can find that interesting or you can't, but... I found it to where like I get my creativity out when I like am in sports. I don't know what that looks like maybe for coming from like artist to I don't know. But I, I I feel like I don't need to express myself more in the creative side when I get home. I something that I me and my wife do is we lead a life group, which is a basically like a Bible study out of our church. And there's like 10 people that come to it from our church and it's like a young adults life group. And that, I guess that's a hobby. Would that be a hobby or that? First of all, I'm expecting you to promote this podcast to the life group <laughs> next time. You know? So we have 100%. 10 more this time. We can get to 18. It's the top, top life group. <laughs> <laughs> no, We have to brand all this stuff that way. You know? yeah. It just has to be done. Our church sponsorship could be Antioch. <laughs> church sponsorship. But uh, I really do enjoy um, talking. I, yeah, I mean, this is this is my creative output for sure. But as far as hobbies go, when I think of hobbies, I think of just things that I enjoy doing that don't involve work. And I guess wedding DJs. Wedding, that's that's number one. That's good. Yeah, you can't really do it. Yeah. No, exactly. It's something that's more like I can I do that extra. I wow, I'll well, just really quick one input on the alley thing is uh I was doing the bingo thing. Yeah, and I had. Jordan mentions alley, so that's a bingo. He just mentioned that. But it looked like Aww. ale. Yeah. And I was like, I've never seen Ali spelled that way. Why is it spelled like that? And my wife says, because her name's oh, Alexandra. Yeah, no. Is her name Alexandra? It's Alejandra. Oh, she's she's cat, cat, you yeah. let us know, mate. She's fifty percent uh Hispanic, so Because I was gonna say if your name's Alexandra, then Alex. it should be Alex. Yeah, or Alexis. So now you know. The more you know. Yeah, I know. So it's Alejandra. Alejandra. Mm -hmm. So that is not ale. It's Although not he, so may ale. Ale he may mention ale at some point. He may mention ale. We'll give it you either way. <laughs> because me and Mija, I know Mija loves a good craft well, beer. That, we have craft beer on there. That's another bingo. Yeah, yeah that's, that's another bingo. bingo. But let's save that one. 
Or let it come up naturally. Because we're going to want to kill still, all the bingo squares. They might have already won the bingo. <laughs> so, Get the phone out and let's go to the next time. It feels so natural. I mean, top five breweries in Indiana. I mean, Indiana. I don't want to, yeah, well, I don't want to restrict you guys. You, do. <laughs> no, no, you go with what feels right. We don't want to use all our good topics up in two episodes. Ah, we can have nothing to talk about in episode have, four. There's a bomb on our, there's an absolute bomb on our topic list. And I don't know if we should do it. Maybe three. I feel like three is good for that. Yeah, you got to start it off. It's going to be a long one. Yeah. <sighs> I love Okay. Just give a little right. blip. So where does your news... Okay, where does... Oh, I love this subject. Where do people oh, nowadays... And we're going to talk about, obviously, our personal preferences, but we'll comment on, like, um, the... I don't know, like, the average person as well. So where is the best place to get your information and news from in this day and age? And... That's, a, I feel like, a good question because it feels like everyone's biased or at least everyone thinks everyone's biased nowadays. Like, obviously, I don't go to Fox News for my news. Right. Because, you know, I'm not going to say anything negative. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just don't, I don't go there. Yeah. Uh, and then people say CNN is very left. And then I'm like, okay, where do you get your news? Like, Twitter is just random people. Like, right. And there's always, like, there's been a couple of times where there's been posts of people on Twitter saying, like, this rapper's died. And right. everyone's like, oh, RIP, I love your stuff. And then it turns out that that person didn't die. It happened like Bushwick Bill the other, the other day. He has actually passed now, rest in peace. But they reported he had passed away and he hadn't yet. He was still just struggling, I believe. And I uh, know misinformation is another thing. So where do you go for your news? Yeah. Nisha. When I was in DC, it was like so easy to get information all the time. Like people were always talking about it. Like, but now that I moved back to Indiana, I feel like. I have no sense of anything that's going on. But to be fair, I feel like Twitter is probably the most, sadly, it's reliable most reliable source of information if you follow the right people. Exactly. And you have to like, and it's almost like, even though you don't like a certain side, so say you don't like Fox, I feel like just follow both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can see both. Even though if you're like, oh, please shut up ever. That is a brilliant, brilliant point. Like, wow. even if you don't like... So a viewpoint it's still a viewpoint and if you want to be most informed i think both sides oh, is good well i don't like being angry when i'm on my twitter feed that's the problem that's that's what what news. but no that's how the bias happens because you're like i don't want to hear that because it upsets yes. me so i'm just going to shut it out Ooh. even if it's the truth because the truth can hurt sometimes but it's not usually a truth and jordan doing that by the microphone probably isn't an asmr We'll take we'll take we'll take a pull after <laughs> i'm not getting peace like. from it's that me doing the thing where it means that i like what she's saying because it's cool the snapping finger thing. <laughs> Not just even granola. He doesn't anything. want to chew into the microphone. To, so this is another bingo square. Okay, come here. Come chew, chew in here. Chew. Oh, man. <laughs> this is going to double as an ASMR feed as well. For me, my news source um, is the Bible. <laughs> Honestly, I am. A couple thousand years I do, behind. <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I do read the Bible a ton. Um, but... How is that a news source? It's not. It's well. It's just. It's old not news. news. It's old. <laughs> it's current. If you know what I mean. But no, it's. I. I news. honestly follow Instagram. Um, and people on Instagram. Uh, you get your news from Instagram. Yeah, I do. I do. I have no comment. I don't have. I don't have like Direct TV or Dish, so I don't have like the average news sources like just coming up. Because when I was a kid, I would just wake up and. Uh, what's that like NBC Sunrise or whatever with mm -hmm. 
I can't even remember their, all their names, mm-hmm. but it would just be something my mom would watch every morning. And that was like the big stuff, like Al Roker with the with the weather and then everybody in New York waving at the camera as it goes by. And that's basically what I remember watching as a kid. And then obviously school giving me my kind of like what's new, which is horrible now that I think about it because it's – I as an, as an adult now, I'm realizing how like – not corrupt, but how – directed schools can be to Mm -hmm. be what the school believes and what they want you to kind of or what the state wants you to see Mm -hmm. and look at and so that's that's sad but right now honestly i feel like a lot of my positivity comes comes from the fact that i there is a bit of naiveness about me Mm -hmm. when it comes to that regard which i've almost accepted it because i know i have a best friend one of my best friends he all he can do is like political stuff reading up on it researching watching and like he just knows everything that's going on. He's, I'm picking up a lot of that in the feed. <laughs> Matt's trying that's to have for his all lunch. You viewers. Um, and like, which is amazing. Good for him. That's like his hobby. So that's great for him. But um, me, I just don't. I just get so negative, and I think about other. Not that I don't think about other people in general, but I think about like the negative sides of things. If I start diving into those things, like oh, that person's lying, or this isn't the truth. And I don't know. I just don't. I find myself to be a much more uh, effective human being the way I'm living life currently. Now, if I were to change, maybe who knows? It enhances it. But that's for every man to decide <clears throat> or a woman to decide for himself, I guess. I've just found I'm happiest when I'm not on social media reading the news. There you go. It's called it's blissful ignorance, though. Well, okay. So you don't have the same reactions on TV, though? Or how, well, how are you to consume? So through newspaper? Well, no. How did you say you consumed? Swear usually, but I, like when I'd rather just not know than know, because like there's nothing I can do about it anyway. You know what I'm saying? I can't even vote in this country. Politicians are gonna pop off because <laughs> they'd be like, "No, you can go out and vote. You can like protest this and platform I can't for vote this." Because I'm know. not a citizen. Oh, okay, so different situation for so him. Different. That's fair <laughs> in that regard, but yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you think about that whole? Um, Ignorance is bliss, or not ignorance? Would you call ignorance it ignorance? Is bliss? Yeah, but it just—it's bliss, but it doesn't but, necessarily help. Like, <laughs> am I ignorant for not not having one, not having really a real opinion, and two, just not being like in it, like involved as much? Is that ignorance, or is that just being naive? It's ignorant a little bit, I think, especially these times because you know. The issues that are out there, I feel like you could have a voice for and care about, you know? And there there are issues I deeply care about. But, but if you're not saying anything, like if you care about something and you're not saying anything, do you really care? It's, uh, yes. I think yes. What do you think, Misha? It depends when the time comes. It's like when a hard situation right. pops up, right? So it's like you don't feel a certain way because it doesn't impact you in your daily life or you're yeah. not even in that type of culture or environment. But do you really care then if you're not going out of your way? I would say... Anything? Like, if I really care about something, I would like to do something about it. Yeah, if you care a lot about something, you can act on it. But you can have a certain opinion towards something. doesn't necessarily mean you care, I guess. Like, like what? Do you really care about Do you have any examples? Sorry, I'm I talking just, to you, Jordan. I'm I'm talking. Like, sorry, I was looking up the ignorant. Ignorant definition is lacking knowledge or awareness in general. Uneducated or unsophisticated. I don't know if that's... Would you describe you as unsophisticated? <laughs> yes, I would. You Absolutely. Would. Yeah. You would 100% American. Unsophisticated, yeah. Ooh. 
dagger. Like total not dagger. In a, not in a super negative way. Just, were you you're just, not the least sophisticated. Hold on. Were you just eating food in the microphone? Yeah, for the ASMR. <laughs> Do it for the pod. our listenership. So what was the question? Is there anything that you really care about now that you could give us as an example? Okay. I care about how people, one, how they feel about themselves. That's um, not like, that's not like a cause. I'm talking about like a, a cause for people. Like, like you, animal you're religious, abuse. So you, so you go and do the... Uh... So do you want to know something I really care about? Human life. <laughs> okay. Hold Ooh, on. So this can get to a this lot of places. Get... There's a problem because our... What's this person called at the door? Oh, the cleaning... Per, uh, the cleaning... Yeah. Shall person. we pause for that? We so can, that yeah. Matter. For okay. sure. We're back. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. We were almost just kicked out of our room, so... <laughs> Quick pause. Oh, no. Hotel room. Yeah. So we're talking about ignorance is bliss. Okay, yeah. so if you don't stand up for a cause, right, it's the cheesy saying, if you don't stand up for anything, you'll fall for anything. Right. Or whatever. So, like, you have to be careful. Is that how the phrase goes? I don't, I, it sounds right. Though. If you don't stand up for something, you'll fall for anything. <laughs> something like that. that. Yeah, that is we it. know what you meant. Okay. No, you're talking about a cause I believe. I believe in, like I said, just human life and, like, people. But, I, again, like, as far as when we go specific uh, problems in the world... I want to try to affect my community the best I can. And I no, I do not think that me saying it on a podcast is going to affect it that much. Now, if I had a platform. This is a platform. It's a small one right now. Listen, that's you what I'm saying. eight people. So like if I. Might be 10 if you get your church group involved. For sure. <laughs> so if, like on Instagram, let's say I'm close to 2,000 followers. What, what? <clears throat> Jordan Far Zero on Instagram, if you guys are wondering, help me get to 2,000. Uh, now, I feel like on Instagram, I have a bit of a platform. Everyone has a platform, like you're saying. Will it affect a ton of people? I don't know. 2,000. 2,000. After this goes out. If they even look at what I'm posting. So I think I have a responsibility to be uh, to have my post be informed and intelligent to the point where it's like not leading someone in a direction that maybe they don't agree with or perhaps that they don't not agree with, but that will potentially like, I don't know. I'm trying what I'm trying to say is I want to be neutral to the point where like <laughs> that you're non-existent. No, you, not non-existent. You're, you're flip flopper. But it's like I want to be in a position to where someone can approach me and be like and be open. I want to be so open minded about time. things. So you don't want to show either side. It, it, unless I have to unless there's a point where it's like someone's questioning what I believe in. Does that make sense? Well, I feel like if for something that you really care about, you shouldn't be afraid to like speak up on it. You know what I'm saying? And and you'll see like my top four like cores on my like let's say so if we're talking about Instagram, it's it's my wife, soccer, um, Jesus, and like community impact, like coaching or stuff we do through our soccer team. Um, those are like my four core post like post contents. Is that on purpose or does just what happens to come up because like I don't like if you ask me what my core is I have no idea I right. mean obviously most of it is just me playing soccer but I'm not thinking too deeply about what I'm sticking on Instagram well it's like my social impact I feel like those are the four places where I can socially impact on Instagram the greatest but is or, that consciously or is that just what happens it's what happens and I think it's turned into a conscious thing as well as I like I just see influence and I see how kids view me in like my community as a soccer player as someone um who represents Jesus, who's someone who has an amazing Don't life. Don't you feel yeah. like you're just not being like yourself, though? What's that? No, no, that is who I am, though. I, yeah. Those fourth principles, 
But like, I just feel like on Instagram, I'm not overthinking it because I just am who I am. I'm not thinking, oh, I need to impact. Well, that's just being self-aware, I think. Does that make sense? I'm, I'm just self-aware of kind of what I naturally You're putting would do. Out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to put anything crazy up there, I'm saying, but yeah, I'm not overthinking it, I feel like, as much as you are. I don't know if I'm overthinking it, but I'm not underthinking it either. Because I think <laughs> I think people... Perfectly like, neutral Jordan Farmer. <laughs> Classic well, answer. We're not getting any controversy from you on this I podcast. just think people will post things... People come for controversy, Jordan. You need to say something controversial. I really enjoy Manchester United. You even said really enjoy, not I support them. <laughs> I you, support you didn't Manchester want to go United. that far. I support Manchester United. I am a red devil at heart. Not really controversial, but yeah. We'll tell you what we can what get do you from think? him. Well, what I'm interested. Misha, Misha, stay quiet in this. I'm interested to hear what you She's guys nervous. think. No, I'm <laughs> observing the back and forth here. I don't even remember what the question was. <laughs> Where did we get to? What was it? It's, well, I mean, it's, it's about... First of all, it's about news. Like our whole topic was about like where you get news from. Yeah, but where are we at right now? Well, like, what are we right now? Trying to we're sell? talking about standing for something and and, and speaking it, up on it. Yeah, and speaking you know? up on something. Yeah. Right. Like, is there anything that you really care about? It's a, it's difficult because there's so many causes that you can really care about, and it's just like what do you prioritize to like invest action in? So showing action is what you care the most about, right? So I guess that is like if you take social media seriously and you promote it on that, then that's how you do that. Or if you do it as like actively being in it, but you don't promote it. There's different ways to like show that you care through actions, I would say. Yeah. But if you're going to sit behind a computer and just comment on things, then that's not really caring, right? Exactly. You're not being active. Right. So that's how I would approach it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because I feel like you, one could say that because obviously on my social media, I am pretty neutral on things. But – I think if you were to follow me around every day, you would <laughs> like see a fly that, on the wall. Yeah, like a fly. On, I, think, I think you'd see that the influence is a lot more. Like I, I do have an opinion, and like I show what by my actions what I believe in. I but feel, I I'm feel like you about hold it. yourself in a little bit, just like from being around you. But right. you don't like like I'm passionate about things that I love. Like right. if you get me talking about hip hop, I start to like get more animated. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't. I see that very little from you sometimes. You're always like, thinking everything through. Right. I feel like you have like a little, what's it called? A little veil up. Have you seen when uh, I've been challenged? Like, I feel like Maka. I'm, I'm no. <laughs> I just like, I feel like guys challenge me in the locker room about like specifically like my faith or my beliefs like in. And I think that's because they want to see you get animated. Right. More. Right. And I feel like I do. I feel like I stand up for it and like I present my argument, but at the end of the day, it's like banter. Like they're, they're just trying to wind me up. In some cases, I just want to remain like, yeah, I believe in this. So like when you want to have a real conversation, you can feel safe to come to me and like talk about it. Like what, you, but, what but you've done like a hundred thousand times. For example, they times. Don't, those people, Maka in particular, probably doesn't want a real conversation with you about that. I actually, I mean, if Mac is listening, we, we have had real conversations. Really? So to be fair, he is deeper than he comes off sure. initially. For sure. I'm yet to see that side Shock. of Maka, so. <laughs> I think people are in general. It just depends on what like you said, fires them up and like who they feel comfortable talking to. Um, and I want to be someone that someone like that people can come up to and like have a conversation with, because it, again, you, you've talked to me like one-on-one, like we, we get deeper conversations as we talk. I also about. feel though that I never like really have a veil of such, I don't know if that's the right word, but like, I never, like I will tell you how I feel right, right. regardless if you like it. Like when, when I'm talking about sweatpants, or you come in dressed yeah, yeah. horrifically, which happens. <laughs> I'll just tell you, it's oh, bad. Okay. I like, I find it hard to hold back. But uh, um, no, you can ask my wife. Like some days, 
Sorry, Bab. I feel like she dresses horrifically sometimes. So I'll, <laughs> I'll just tell her, you know? And sometimes oh, she's great and I'll tell her too. So. No, I've... But like, so he's saying you you approach everything diplomatically, so you don't yes. get too animated about stuff because you don't want to offend anybody. He's a politician. But I, you just like feel good. You want to be friends with everybody. That's cool too. I mean, Matt doesn't care. I don't know. Again, like, there's certain things to get worked up about, and there's certain things not to get worked up about. I, I totally agree with the people though. Like, I won't be like that with everyone. Like, right. obviously, people that I've just met first, I'm not telling you yeah, that yeah. perfectly. I, I was just I'm. At the end of the day, yeah, I want like being being good. Like <laughs> Jordan's being, on the back foot here. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> being like in good regard with people is, I think, really important. But at the I, end of the day, there's certain things that I won't budge on. But just no one really cares to like bring up in like normal conversations. Does that if that makes sense? It's like I've never felt. And you when can you talk, bring up though, when you talk about like a veil, people. Oftentimes, like Zach, Zach last year. I love Zach. He was my roommate. Hi, Zach. Excellent. Excellent guy. Hope you're listening. He was under the impression that I was just taking a piss the first half of the season. Because, like, I was so – how he described it, his words, like, you were so nice that, like, I thought you were just being, like – Joking. Iconic. Or, uh, what's Ironic. <laughs> oh, no, he did it. He did it. Oh, no. Ironic. Sorry. Help. Ironic. And, like, uh, you know, like, like joking. the icon jokingly being nice to people just like whatever and he didn't think he questioned how real it was and like that's just again i can go deeper into it but there's a reason i'm like that and it's because honestly like i found like this new life in a thing that's like bigger than myself and i feel like i can be this way and not have it be a veil it's like just naturally what i do and that may sound arrogant it's not i don't mean it to sound it it's just more like i found joy and like isn't that any time you just want to tell someone to like shut up like you're a clown oh, i've totally I mean? done that yeah. yeah totally done I've that. i've never seen you do that i would like to see that one time <laughs> i've uh, totally done I'm that really hanging around with and like more. this last week i've done like, it. like i feel like Mija will just like i can see us just snapping people in locker room I'm like yeah Mija, get there you know what i mean with you i'm like you, like you're being so nice like people sometimes take take it too far you know and yeah I'm like, john could just snap it and i want you to but you just are like very calm outside out, so matt's known me for a little bit Mija, what's your take yeah, I think, I don't know, it might be like a cultural thing. Where was the last guy, Zach? Where was he from? He's from... He's American? He, I mean, he was. He went to Butler. Yeah, he's American. He's American, okay. He went to Butler. Oh, man, that's so interesting. There are some California. people that are just so nice, like genuinely nice people. So, like, it's kind of hard to figure out how to, how to interact with those people because you almost have to feel like... Because if someone's really nice and that's just who they are, they're not, like, trying to put a veil on, but, like, then you... It's almost like you're projecting because then you feel like you've got to be nice and you you can't be yourself around them when that's just right. not the case. Right. Right. Well, so it's like, not, I can't be mean to you because you're such a nice guy, but that's not the case. Like he can handle it. Right? right. Like if I just go at him, like he'll be fine, but he's just not going to return it because he's not bothered. Right. That's how I see you. Bye. Because I know a lot of people that are super nice like that too. Right. So. I, I just like to give it out a little bit too. Yeah. I mean, why not? And I've done, I feel like I've done it anyway. I also feel I like, like culturally about- like... The English love a bit of banter. Oh, they love it. They're mean. They're like they're mean, but they you know it's in good faith. I feel like that's what I feel like. You guys have just tried describing that to me multiple times, and sometimes like I just want you to give it back a little bit to some of the guys, but you're just like it's so cultural. You're not sure when to go in. It's so cultural, like the American Academy kids versus like the English Academy kids. Like you'll see so different who's more sensitive to like getting ripped into or right. the banter like that already. Yeah, it took me a while to get used to it as well when I joined like a bigger team like when I was at Wolves but like it would be like 
people be taking your clothes, hiding them oh, in the yeah. stadium, oh, yeah, some cutting up clothes. Yeah. Like you had to be sharp. You had to be sharp in the locker room. Right. Like, they were taking the piss out of you all the time. Like there was no downtime. Like you were stressed being there. <laughs> you had to watch your stuff. You're on edge getting ready. This is like when I talk about like dressing when you go to practice. Like if you weren't dressed a certain way when you practice, they would destroy you and take your clothes and des- <laughs> could destroy them. They could possibly be destroyed. There was fire. plenty of times when players would be in Molyneux, which is Wolves' stadium, looking for their clothes in like twenty six thousand seats, trying to find a pair of clothes. Gosh, you know what I mean? That's crazy. And here, yeah, everyone is so fun. nice. That doesn't sound fun. It's not fun, but it prepares you better for life, I think. Yeah, it's like survival of the fittest over there. Because for some people there, it's like that is all they have. Like, they started playing soccer young. They don't have all these options like we do in America. Like, yeah. okay, if you don't go to college, you know, you go to college and play soccer. So you got all these options here. And then if that doesn't work out, you have a ton of other things. There's so much. There's such a big right, job right, market like for here. A job, yeah, yeah. And the country's huge, right? Where in England, so, so specific and everything like that. Even in sports, it feels like people in America, people around you, coaches and stuff like that want you to make it everyone wants you to make it everyone's excited about your story where you came from want to make it in England it's like no one wants to see you make it everyone's like oh you'll never make it like coaches even like want to test you and see you fail you know whereas in um, since my time in America I feel like everyone's just trying to lift you up and push you and see how far you can go in your potential it's just like a different culture and that's one of the reasons I actually like America because I feel like in England everyone's negative. I know it's the weather, the grayness, but <laughs> over here, down everyone, people. everyone honestly feels like they can achieve anything and everything. Yeah. Like if you say you want to go to the moon, people will be like, "Yeah, you're gonna go to the moon? Oh my god! I believe in you. <laughs> Did you need help? Like, how can I help you? You know? Yeah. As in England, everyone will be like, "What? What are you talking about? Do you think it's like, fake? who do you think you are? Like." And it's almost like if they can't do it, they can't believe that you can do it. Right, right. You know? And they don't want to see you do it. That's how I feel about it. Do you think that's fake? Like like that, the American, like when you describe the American side of that, do you think that's like a fake? No, I think we genuinely believe that. <laughs> okay. It's that's awesome. So this is literally like, you guys are literally your country. Like you are literally England. And you are literally America. <laughs> Apparently. Like the nice guy. It seems I'm, like it's a veil. I'm not nice. I feel like I'm nice to everyone. You are. You're nice, but That's you've right. got a little like, cut and you, like you yeah. can like rip in when you need to you have your opinion yeah i, I feel like we're both pretty Not muddled well, what's your country you're, you're saying it like yeah well i'm happy too so yeah. like whatever either way koreans are way. pretty <laughs> different that way actually i'm not really korean at all <laughs> how, how, how <laughs> no much percentage family. i'm 50 percent, but my mom was adopted so it doesn't count oh I saw like Ali. She's fifty percent Hispanic, but yeah. she oh. knows not a lick of Spanish. I'm fifty percent Jamaican, so I can hear it in the voice a little bit. You can hear it. You can't hear it. Absolutely I can't, I can't not. hear it. Absolutely <laughs> not. You got another topic for us, George. You're getting a little heavy. You're getting anything lighter. I know that was heavy. Okay. Let's end on a light note. Okay. Oh, let's do. Uh, Stop banging stuff on the table. Sorry, guys. That's We're our not base doing drum. the ASMR session. I know. Uh, we can talk about our homework assignment for the listeners. No, no, no. One more. One more. Like, topic to talk about is lighter, and then we'll just fry for the homework, and I'll think of it while I'm doing it. <laughs> All right. We have Coffee in Indiana, Disney remakes, Area 51, <laughs> Plastic Straws. <laughs> <laughs> that was like political you said last week so. and tattoos ooh let's there we go let's talk about some tattoos okay, you guys both have tattoos why yeah. does one get tattoos you um, want to start yeah come oh on. man I think it does come from like the people that are a bit more artistic like you see ooh, all the people yeah. that have the jobs that are artistic so for a very long time I didn't have to 
very long time. Up until grad school, I didn't have tattoos because I was going into the healthcare field and I was like, you got to cover those up for a long time. If I had become like, like a hairstylist or an artist or something like that, I probably would have got it a lot sooner just because I just always plan to do that. I just like the way ink looks on skin. Like I think it's just an interesting canvas, so on and so forth. If I would cover myself, I could, but again, this is how you have to present yourself. I agree with Misha. I, I, I just think it's cool. I've always loved art. As uh, soon as I basically got away from home and had the money to get it done, I wanted to get done. I didn't even know what I wanted. I got my mom's name first. And then once I had one, I just got addicted and just wanted more. And again, I, like don't like Misha, I would be covered from head to toe if I could afford to be. So if yeah. you want to sponsor tattoo parlors, if you're out there. <laughs> Chief tattoo officer. Yeah. Do you... Uh, when you say you got addicted, is it like you got addicted the way it looked, the way it made you feel, the way it made other people feel when looking at you? What was what was the addiction? I'd say both. I mean, I think the, the body is a great canvas. And I think there's so many cool little places you can get tattoos and they all kind of look different and you want to like see how they look. But also I think with football, like a lot of footballers started getting tattoos and I was like, that's cool. It makes you feel like a footballer, you know. Yeah, so I can agree with that. I want to get you know, a whole sleeve on this side and then I started going on this side and then, I, you know, He's I feel like I could just keep right going. Sorry. Arms, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right and left arms. But yeah, I mean, there's so many cool tattoos I see and I'm like, man, that looks nice. But, you know, it's it's an expensive hobby. Yeah. So, and obviously with three kids, it's not the easiest to... I, I, I don't have any tattoos. I mean, uh, I don't know. I was wanting to get one when I turned 18, but never good. Never That's probably a good to. call, 18. I, I realize how much it cost. Holy crap. Yeah. It's like a ton of, it's like not a cheap endeavor whatsoever. So well, you think about it, it's super permanent. It is. So it's worth it. Yeah. It's like buying a, um, a KitchenAid. A what? A KitchenAid. What's what? a KitchenAid? Or a, or You're a, so um, domestic. I am domesticated. What's a KitchenAid? Okay. Uh, KitchenAid is a uh, kitchen appliance that you can basically, it's like where you make, it's like a mix, big mixing bowl, but it's supposed to last for like ever. Oh. Um, same with Vitamixes, which we just purchased one of them. Anyway, I don't. Uh, I also read Cristiano Ronaldo does not have any tattoos on his body because it um, messes with your blood because he gives blood like every month or as often he, as he, he can. He gives blood? He yeah, gives he donates blood. blood, yeah. He donates so, blood. if you have tattoos, you can't give blood? You have to wait. It depends on where you get it done. So if you get unlicensed, probably you have to wait like a year. And then if you have a licensed one, you have to wait like a certain amount of time. So it limits it. So – and I don't even give blood, so it's not like... It's not like but just in case I want yeah. to. <laughs> like, just in case I feel led to give blood. Um, I don't know. I did, that whole aspect of it was like, well, why does it mess with your blood, like the quality of your blood? So I don't know. I, that's not really played a big uh, role in it, but I'm sure I, I would love to get a tattoo at one point. Just a side note, doesn't interfere with the blood. It's just because you're getting a needle into your skin. Mm-hmm. And so that's how... What would you get, George, if you would get one? Ooh, great question. Ah, I'd probably, I mean, I, I would love to get like a favorite verse. Um, Which is what? I don't know. There's many good verses. Like just like, a, need to think like a staple, like John 316. Austin 316. <laughs> no, John. You know Austin 316? No. Is that, is that Do you know that music? Is it a parody? No, it's a wrestler. Stone called Steve Austin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, is that is that the move he does? No, George. Clearly, Jordan's not a wrestling fan. I mean, I've watched Stone Cold Stunner. It's his finisher move. He's the one with the beer, right? He's yeah, yeah, drinking yeah. beer all the Top time. Man. Top man. No, I, it'd be something like that. I, I think people often get tattoos also to like remember people. Um, I know a lot of my friends like if they've had a like I don't know like 
grandma, mom, parent, maybe sibling, maybe like family member pass away, they'll get like something to like mark that yeah. on their body. But. Just on that you note, know, I used to, when I get tattoos, I always wanted something like super meaningful. I right. Really, it needs to be super deep. I'm kind of the older I've got, the less Same. I care. I just Same. wanted the artistic approach. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What What do you guys think I should get on my body next tattoo? That's a tough one. That's a big responsibility to ask. I can't even imagine you with a tattoo. I just could see one on my right thigh. Alejandro. Dra. 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 (laughs) Who's Alejandro? (laughs) (laughs) Alejandro. Uh, Okay, here's a question for you guys. No, go on. I was just going to say, you know when you see the people who have the tattoo spelled wrong? You see those (laughs) horrors. No regrets. Across the forehead. (laughs) No regrets. That's funny. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Okay. What would be your guys' next tattoo? And where would I, it be? I think I want to get like Biggie, just a cool oh. ass Biggie, just right on my, uh, what is this called, Mish? That is your deltoid. My, on my deltoid, and kind of fill this area. That would that would be perfect for you. Yeah, that's what I think I'm going to get next. He's just, or Kendrick? No, not yet. He's not legendary enough yet. He's yet. well on his way. Mish, what about you? I think I'm getting another one coming up. I've got one scheduled. Oh, when? Which a birthday day tattoo. But when, When's your birthday? August 14th. She always <gasps> said that. It's the next podcast. day. Oh, I, I did. did. I wasn't listening. Jordan doesn't listen. Happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> no, yep. we'll, we'll, we'll so say we'll what's the opposite of belated. Early. Elated. What would be the tattoo, though, and where? Um, it's just going to be a black snake that's going right here Ooh, on my wrist and forearm. Gothic. Will it, come, will it come yeah. up onto your hand? So it'll be partially just right here oh, on the thumb right. and up into the wrist. If that doesn't sum up Misha, I don't know what does. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I don't know. Oh, cool. I'm excited to see it. That same. August 14th, everyone. Be there. We, be it will be posted. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Good content. Top, top pod, Instagram. All right, homework time. So, so homework? Who wants to go first? Because I've not thought about it at all. So when it we could, say homework, um, Matt, you, this was kind of your idea. Yeah, I just thought it'd be fun to suggest one thing that we're either listening, reading, watching to recommend to any okay. of our eight listeners right okay. now. Uh, last week I recommended Luther. Yep. I don't think I recommended anything. You didn't recommend. We didn't remake into a segment. For sure. I don't know if this will be a permanent segment. I like it. try it out. See if the people like it. I like it a people. lot. I mean, do you want to start us off? Big one. I'm going to suggest Killing Eve. It's a new show. There's like and two episodes out. What is that on? What yeah. platform? I think it's BBC. Ooh. Luther is also BBC, so... That's where it's at. Is that where you watch it? Because you don't... You're not yeah, I did. I think I get it. How? We get it. Illegally? No. Like on my TV. It's on I don't know. It's some dish. package. Dish, we have yeah. Spectrum? I don't know. Oh, okay. Spectrum. Sure. This podcast is brought to you by Spectrum. <clears throat> it's not. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. We'll, we'll take any kind of TV Waiting for deal. The call. Uh, I'll go next. Okay. So recently I discovered the artist... Well, I didn't discover... I knew who he was. NF. Mm. And he just came out with a new album, not recent. I mean, it's been out for a little bit, but the search, it's one of the most like he get he gets not only is the sound amazing, but like he goes really deep into kind of mental health and what he's been experiencing through this kind of part of his uh, journey. And it's really relatable to most people. And it's just really good music as well. So NF, the search, it's on. I listen to Spotify. Um, so. Does that have explicit lyrics for our younger listeners? Yeah, some songs do. Just make sure you look for the little so, E. Some parental next to the guidance. Song. Yeah, but I mean, they're it's it's really good. I did listen to it yesterday a little bit. Yeah, I thought 
Beats are great. Yeah, beats are great. He's a he's a he's a lyricist for sure. Like his lyrics are. Well, I mean, you may disagree, Matt. It's just because Matt me, Matt likes a really specific type of rap. I feel like great rap, but um, <laughs> specific. But like he just goes yeah into a really deep level of um just what he talks about. But anyway, Matt, your turn. I'm gonna go with uh, the Freddie Gibbs album with Madlib. Uh, it's called Bandana. Uh, Madlib apparently made the whole produced the whole album on his iPad, which is pretty cool. <laughs> That's like unbelievable. That. Uh, it sound it sounds like real old school like vinyl you can hear in there. So I'm not sure exactly what techniques he used, but Freddie Gibbs is a really good rapper. Uh, he's flying a very explicit lyrics, so kids <laughs> maybe give that one a miss. But there's a song with Pusha T on there, which is just fire. Uh, let me look at what this is called real quick. The song is called Palm Olive, and Pusha T just kills his verse. And one of my favorite rappers. So Sick. that's about it. Any. Thoughts to wrap this up? Do we need to look an official rapper? I mean, I don't know. It's it really good to have Misha back. Um, or back? <laughs> here. Turn up. It was really good just to have a show of face. She's on a yellow card, so her tackles have been a little bit more. So debut. Yeah, so I think she did well. Yeah. You've done well. Covered a lot of ground. How'd you Appreciate feel, Misha? Guys. Yeah, good. Excited to see where it goes. We'll organize a bit better, but yeah, I think we'll yeah, get there. Yeah, yeah. And we the, had some technical difficulties to start. People in the hotel just wanted to walk into our room. Yeah. Every everybody time. wants to clean your room. Just <laughs> everybody. We don't blame them. Yeah. When you need someone to clean it, not around. Never. Never. Around. It's <laughs> like you know when you go in a store, like when I go in Home Depot, and I need somebody. They're oh nowhere God. to be seen <laughs> ever. But then if I'm in like Best Buy, every single person I see is asking me if I need something. No, yeah. I know what's in Best Buy. I'm just I'm here to play the video here. games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just here to play the video games. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Okay. But in Home Depot, I can never find anyone, and I have no idea what I'm doing in there. I know. So. I, that's I never felt more uncomfortable in a store. But then you look, at, you like waiting. Someone's talking to the person already, and yeah. now you're waiting behind them to get them as soon as they're finished. As soon. I hate Home Depot. Sign us off, Matt. All right. Well, to the eight people listening. That's right. Plus, if Ed Jordan can sway any of his church group to listen, thank you <laughs> for having us. It's been a pleasure and hopefully episode three will be along pretty soon. We're actually on Spotify Yep. right now. It should be up the first episode. The second episode should be up shortly and I'm still waiting for the first episode to get up onto iTunes. So, Sign out from Nashville. Top, top pod. See ya. Peace. Bye.